Good evening, brothers and sisters. It's B. Martin Ambush here, founding pastor of Hesed Community Bible Church, published author of Failing Marriages, How to Strengthen Your Union and Prevent Divorce, and also a podcaster of this here podcast, Relationships, Romance, and Reality. Relationships, Romance, and Reality. I pray peace and blessings upon you. I pray that you will continue to move forward in your life's journey of faith, that you will continue to have a thirst to learn about yourself, to learn about your situations, and ultimately to learn more about God. Amen. Because this here podcast is a Bible-based podcast. I I talk real on this podcast. I keep it real. Amen. But uh, it's still a Bible-based podcast. Um, I try to be a hot man, a hot man. I'm honest, I'm open, and I'm transparent. I believe we need to have that much more in the body of Christ, especially within the leadership, being honest, open, and transparent. And through our honesty, openness, and transparency, that will give birth to authenticity and give birth to transformation within the church. So that's where I'm coming from. Uh, Last week, we talked about boundaries, what boundaries are and uh, what type of boundaries you have. Uh, This week, we're going to talk about accountability partners, accountability partners. Someone asked me uh, a couple weeks ago, why am I doing this podcast? And I believe the answer is very straightforward, very simple in the fact that uh, our life, regardless of your faith, our lives are, are fueled, are, gives birth to relationships, whether it's sibling relationships, parental relationships, family relationships, work relationships, bad relationships, but that the most foundational and the most important relationship we have, it should be with God as Jesus Christ is our personal Lord and Savior. God created us being to be in a relationship with him. God created us, you and I, to glorify his name through our actions, to glorify his name through our attitudes, and to advance his purpose in this world through our ministry, whatever ministry that might be. And when you say ministry, sometimes people, oh, I'm not in the church. No, your ministry is your your calling, is your the purpose in which you were created to do. You don't have to be a pastor or a deacon or a deaconess or any type of church leader you just have to be a believer and walking in your purpose walking and serving and relating to people according to the gifts talents and abilities god has given you so that's relationships but then we all all of us i don't care who you are all of us yearn all of us thirst to have romance all of us want some type of need some type of intimacy in our lives if we haven't learned anything else from the pandemic, we learned that much. Uh, you can be a loner only for so long and you're gonna start longing and thirsting for that intimate relationship. So we all have relationships within our lives, but we also need a romantic relationship. We need that. That's how God created us also, amen? But then we have relationships, we have romance, but we also have reality. And the reality of life, the reality of, of romance is uh, unfortunately, we get hurt. 
Unfortunately, we are lied to. Unfortunately, we're betrayed. That's the reality. And some folks say, well, that's kind of a, a dark uh, position, but it's a, it's a real and it's a truthful position. Uh, within America, the divorce rate is well over 50%. I don't like to throw a lot of statistics at you, but I would like to just to ask this question to you. How many, other than yourself, how many people do you know personally who's been through a divorce? And that, that's, I think that speaks more powerful than any statistic that I can give you. Amen. <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, that's the reality of, the, of, of our culture, of our country, because uh, I don't, I believe America has the highest divorce rate that, that there is. So we need to uh, work on that. Amen. We need to speak about that reality be honest about it, be open about it, and say, what can I do? How can I learn to be the best version of myself? What does God expect from me in a relationship, in romance? And the reality may very well be different than the reality that you have experienced thus far. Um, So like I said, I'm not going to, last week we talked about boundaries. This week we're going to talk about accountability partners, accountability partners. What's an accountability partner? accountability partner uh, is a man or a woman who you can be honest, open, and transparent with. They have the permission and authority to question you, to challenge you, to correct you, and to cuss you out if necessary regarding the decisions in your life. It just doesn't have to do with decisions about relationships, but decisions as a whole. Um, The Bible teaches us in uh, Proverbs 18 verse 24 a man who has friends must himself be friendly but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother and that's the friend who sticks closer to the brother is Jesus but we if we want to have friends we have to be friendly ourselves amen but an accountability partner it could be a family member and now let me just say this right now if you're a male I don't recommend any of my male clients to have female accountability partners unless they are a family member sibling more than likely I don't recommend any male client of mine to have a female accountability partner and it goes the other way for women I don't recommend any female any woman to have a male accountability partner amen and I'll, I'll, I'll get into that later if I remember uh, uh, because though you may be friendly with someone, though you may have have a friend uh, relationship with them, you first you got to determine are they a faithful friend or are they a fleshly friend? Because there's some folk I done ran into in my life. Uh, they they were very friendly. We had a good work relationship or a good church relationship, and they were there to listen to me and to share their thoughts and business with me and I with them. But I noticed over time that that friendship that turned you know they tried to turn it into a fleshly relationship so you have to ask yourself are those friends of the opposite sex are they actually a faithful friend or are they a fleshly friend amen that's just a that's a that's a reality question that you need to ask of yourself now i can't give you i'm not going to give you a checklist of how to determine 
if a male or female is a fleshly or faithful person, you have to be able to determine that for yourself because you know your personality, you know your likes, your dislikes, and more than likely that person also knows them. Amen. So you have to determine before you even can uh, designate that person, that friend as an accountability partner, you got to determine, are you fleshly or faithful? But then again, you got to ask yourself, are you fleshly or faithful? I'm assuming you're faithful. I, I pray that you're faithful. Amen. Uh, and my faithful, I mean by adhering to the word of God to the best of your ability. None of us are perfect, but we all are striving to be better than we were yesterday. None of us are in a competition but we should all be striving to be better than we were yesterday. So that's uh, a very important factor. That's a foundational factor when determining if you're going to uh, allow someone to be in your accountability circle. Amen. I mean, I have, I have uh, two. One of my, one of my good friends died. He was accountability partner for me. He passed away last year, and uh, I could talk to him about anything, and I knew it was going to remain between us. Uh, I knew he would pray for me. So that's that's some expectations you need to have of your accountability partner. They should be a person of faith if you're a person of faith. But also they have to be a person of confidentiality and they must understand that whatever you share with them must remain with them. Amen. And, and there's expectation of prayer. They're going to be praying for you. Amen. But they're also, like I said, their accountability partner, at least mine, they have the uh, authority to question me, to challenge me, to correct me and to cuss me out if necessary. A brother of mine, a, a friend of mine, uh, he told me uh, if, if he ever got back with this certain woman to whip his butt, to choke him, to slap him, to do whatever I had to do to wake him up. Amen. And, and prevent him from re-entering a relationship with that woman. And I tried to, and he still re-entered a relationship with her. But I did my part. Amen. Grown folk are going to be grown folk. Amen. Amen. So accountability partners should be a person of faith. Uh, if you're a person of faith, I pray. Even if you're not a person of faith, get somebody in your life who's faithful, who believes in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And that's going to be our foundation for our accountability partner. But my my accountability partners have four roles. They have four roles. I'm not going to hold you much longer. Uh, the four roles that my accountability partner has, he reaffirms my convictions. He reaffirms my convictions. In other words, when I go to him with an issue, when I go to them with, I got two of them left now, amen, uh, accountability partners. When I go to them with an issue, they're going to reaffirm my convictions, meaning they're going to question me uh, on the basis of my foundational belief system. They're going to ask, well, I thought you believe such and such. These are convictions. You have, we all have opinions, but our convictions take hold of us. And our convictions are the compass of our soul. And I would submit to you that our convictions are given to us by God. Amen. Amen. Uh, so my accountability partner, he they reaffirm my convictions. They're going to ask me, how is this decision? How is this situation lining up with what you believe foundationally about God? Amen. So that's number one. That's very important. Your accountability partner should reaffirm your convictions in life. If you're saying you want to uh, uh, 
Uh, I know a lot of uh, sisters out there, they saying they uh, want to get a man who's educated or a man who just has good manners, but yet they're in a relationship with a brother who don't got good manners. How is that aligning with your convictions? There is there is something wrong either with your thinking or with your belief system. Amen. So your your accountability partners are going to reaffirm your convictions. Then secondly, my accountability partners, they rebuke my carnality. They rebuke my carnality. I don't care who you are. I don't care how educated you are, how super spiritual you call yourself to be or how holy you are. Amen. We all have carnal thoughts. And by carnal, I mean worldly thoughts, fleshly thoughts, thoughts that does not glorify God. Amen. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, Sexual thoughts at times. Amen. Or uh, thoughts of revenge or thoughts of, of disliking a person. Have you ever uh, been in church or been watching a TV show with a family member or with a friend or at work? And uh, for instance, I was watching The Price is Right one time and a young lady won the car and one of my coworkers said, I don't like her. I don't like her. You don't even know this woman. <laughs> you just know to see run a car and Price is right, but there's something carnal about that attitude. There's something fleshly about that attitude. And I said to him, what, what do you mean you don't like her? You don't know her. I just don't like her. Some folk won't, some folk have a carnal, have a fleshly, have a sinful attitude. Amen. So my car, my accountability partners, they have the authority to rebuke my carnality. When I'm talking crazy, when I'm talking from a worldly perspective or thinking from a worldly perspective, they're going to challenge me and they're going to correct me. Amen. And thirdly, thirdly, my accountability partners, they help me to reassess my choices. They help me to reassess my choices because I don't know about you, but I'm going to be honest and open. Sometimes I have an issue in front of me, a problem in my life, and I think about it, and I think about it, I pray about it, and I think about it, and I come up with my own solution. And I have a, a tunnel vision sometimes. I know y'all don't have that, but I do. There'll be a tunnel vision and for how I'm going to solve a certain problem. But then I'll run it by one of my accountability partners, and he'll tell me, well, what about this option? And what about that option? But because I already made up my mind and I had tunnel vision, I didn't even see those other options. And some of the times those options are much better for me. So my accountability partners, they help me to reassess my choices. Amen. And I hope you can see how these these uh, roles that an accountability partner plays are a very positive role, especially within our relationships and within our rom- romantic relationships in our lives. And then fourthly, fourthly, my accountability partners, they remind me of the consequences. They remind me of the consequences. And that's very important because I, I've been, I have PTSD and I've been in therapy. I have a, a doctor and and uh, one of my former doctors, she was very good. And she would always ask me, what are going to, what are the consequences of that decision? And because sometimes we get so caught up in the situation, we get so caught up in our feelings and our flesh, we 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 want to make the choice that we want to make, and but we don't think about the consequences. And I'm not just talking about personal consequences to you. I'm talking about the consequences how it would affect those you are in a romantic relationship with. What are the consequences of how they will affect your children, 
with all the consequences of how they will affect your parents or your co-workers so consequences aren't just individual they are individual but they are also collective and my accountability partners they remind me they remind me of the consequences of my choices they help me to reassess my choices they rebuke my carnality and they also reaffirm my convictions i hope you got those four roles that accountability partner plays now i'm not saying that's an exhaustive list but that's the list that works for me now you may have accountability partners and they you can have a list of 10 things that they do for you amen now very important very important also about accountability partners you also should be accountability partner to them amen i hope you follow me whoever are your accountability partners you should also serve as an accountability partner for them why is that important because that's going to continue to build a bond first of all and there's there, there's going to be a link a mutuality between you two because if you're not if you're not serving as an accountability partner to those who serve you then there there's an imbalance in that relationship and in every relationship uh, there should be a balance and and I'm not saying that for instance in a mentor mentee relationship there's a balance but the balance is that this person is my mentor and I'm going to uh, uh, take that person's advice I'm going to follow their advice and I'm going to heed their advice so even though there's a mentor mentee relationship there's still a balance a certain balance within that relationship amen so those are the four roles that my accountability partner plays for me so I pray that uh, if you don't get a child and repeat them one more time my accountability partners first of all they reaffirm my convictions secondly they rebuke my carnality thirdly they help me reassess my choices and fourthly they remind me of the consequences of my choices so brothers and sisters like I said I'm not going to hold you that long but I, I wanted to get that out to you tonight. And I pray that if this is blessing you, tell somebody else about it. Share it with someone. Uh, you can you can reach me at uh, hesed, H-E-S-E-D-C-B-C at gmail.com. If you have any uh, comments or questions to me about this broadcast or any broadcast. And I'm giving this information, brothers and sisters, I'm sharing with you this information from my published book, Failing Marriages, How to Strengthen Your Union and Prevent Divorce. It's available on Amazon. So you can get this information in a written format from my book that I wrote this year. It was this year. Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. Well, peace and blessings to you and your family. Uh, I would like to let you know, Lord willing, I'll be here again next Tuesday and we'll be talking about the different types of commitment, the different types of commitment. Peace and blessings.